Uh, what's up, dudes? What's up, dude? What's up, dudes? Uh, we are in the uh, semifinal penultimate week of the, the season here, going into to week 15. Um, it's, uh, it's a good week for one of you, a bad week for another. How are you guys doing today? I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that about sums it up. That sums it up. How about you, Garrett? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm in a semifinal in, in Dynasty, Maybe. so the, I'm, I'm looking forward, right? I mean, there you go. Let's, 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 let's make my money back, get third place, and then I'll just go win Dynasty, and I'll be happy. There you go. Yeah. And I failed terribly in that league, so that that helps. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Braden, you advanced to the championship game to to face uh, league favorite Tom. Uh, everyone loves him, but uh, well, he has the best team in the league. Tom there, I best know. Team in the league, I mean, the best team in the league. They were the lowest scoring team in the league for most <laughs> of the year, and he he sneaks into the number three seed, and he uh, he's playing Braden in the championship here against the number four seed. So. The, the one and two, the favorites last week, they fall, um, and so we're uh, we're on to the semifinals in, in a lot of leagues and the finals of this league. It's crazy, and it was a real tight one too going into Monday night. Me and Garrett, or well, I guess I had a, a few players, and it was definitely one of those you know late uh, week nail biters, and it ended up working out. But uh, it was a great match, man. It was intense, but uh, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Best of luck, say, man. But... I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't really want you to bring it home for the pod because you really don't want to see back-to-back yeah. champs. I mean, there's just like an extra level of pride that comes with that. <laughs> Absolutely, I, we rooted. I, I, I'm one of them. Um, but yes, it's right now. I have a step on you, so I, I really don't want you to win this. Although I do want to say, bring it home for the pod. It, it's it's proving our theory right that we got the three best players in our leagues. One of us got to represent the championship each year, and so far we've done it. Yeah, I I, I I totally agree, Garrett. Um, we rooted for you last year, Braden. We are not rooting for you this year. You, you know, we we we're happy that you're there. You're representing the pod well, but uh, it's just it once it it happens. You know, a guy gets lucky two years in a row or more. It's like okay, you're you're done. No more. It's it's. I want that. Oh, I'm still lucky, Zach. Is that what it is? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. It no, did I'm take kidding. you the very last week to get into the playoffs <laughs> in Braden fashion. Hey, more sample size, you know? Exactly. So more games to get in. It showed the true uh, the true sample. What can I say? No, I'm just kidding. But no, I'm with you. I would be exactly in your guys' shoes as well because you never want to see a guy get too – it's like the Patriots, right, or whatever. You don't want to see a good guy get too high. Not comparing myself to the Patriots, by the way, but I'm just saying, like, you don't want to see a guy get too high. You know, you don't want to – you know, so I, I feel it. I respect it. On the flip side here, Matt and Eric are facing off in the last place game. Uh, it's going to be a two-week showdown. The worst score after two combined weeks is, is going to have to go through with the uh, the five-minute presentation punishment that we set up this year. So I, I think it ranked incorrectly and in how it like should have ranked if we were doing a true toilet bowl. But at the same time, you lost in 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 the bottom four. You deserve to be in in this game. Yeah, I, I I didn't check anything. It was like nine ten versus seven eight, rather than like seven ten. Whatever, Listen, it, doesn't, if, it doesn't matter. If we didn't change the rules <laughs> and the the playoffs started after week thirteen instead of after week fourteen, I would be in the championship right now against Garrett. 
But because we had one extra week in the season and I lost to Braden, Braden's in the championship and Zach and Garrett are out of the playoffs. Yeah, I hate to see it. Sample to get in there. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's uh, it is. I was thinking about that. That's unfortunate. You know, it's, it makes it tougher for sure. You know, I've never, I'd never seen the 13 week format, but I liked the whole two. It was you know, original. Two, two playoffs. Exactly. It was original. And, I, and I we've been doing it for 15 years, and we changed it after this, this year. year. And, <laughs> and me and Zach would have made it. Yeah. God we, damn. We, that adds just a little level of saltiness that i didn't know about totally no i i feel that for sure i would i would you know when you're on the other side you're always thinking that stuff like if this would have happened i would have gone in like i remember one time being a loser's bracket and i was like i would have won the championship i made it in the winner's bracket like (laughs) (laughs) so i feel that big time (laughs) yeah i think that we've we've expanded the the give me some league to too many people when you know we've got so many new people over the last five or six years that the guys that have been in it for 15 years are starting to get outnumbered. We're moving to more than new school things. All right. I'm an old man in my old ways. That's how it is. <laughs> the most Richard hey, Ziegler thing I've for... ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Kudos to you for putting out the polls though. Cause I'm sure you knew there was a chance that it was all going to shake up, but you put it out there anyways. That's uh, yeah. that's a good commission right there. I know I voted against it, but, but the league has changed and, and here's where we are. Um, let's move on to the Shad dynasty league here. Um, so we're in the semifinals, like most leagues, you know, the, the top two seeds got a buy last week. Um, and the, the other, you know, three through six seeds have, uh, have played their games. And so Dr. Piss pulled off the upset and beat Tom uh, and John, uh, to make it into the semifinals. So Tom, he made it to the finals of the Gimme Some. Uh, he's out. Doesn't make it to the semis of the Shit Dynasty. And then Keaton beat Jesse, another upset, I believe, um, to advance to the finals to face Garrett in the semifinals. Um, the other team that had a bye was Taylor. So, Garrett, you're facing off against Jesse to go to the finals. How are you feeling about that? Uh, facing off against Keaton. Um... Oh, Keaton. Sorry. Yeah. Keaton beat Jesse. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, it's it's that quarterback battle, Josh Allen versus Joe Flacco. That's where I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna win the points here, um, and I'm I'm gonna be okay. I'm, I'm excited to be in the finals. Wow, it's already it's written in stone. I love that Garrett confidence. Um, in the the losers bracket, Braden, you ended up getting upset by Eli and, and moving down into the, the semifinals of the toilet bowl. Uh, I, I was able to win my matchup. So I'm, I'm done in that league as well. Um, I know that's... Braden, are you getting nervous? I, I am a little bit because every single week, it seems like, like, I think I saw on the show sheet, you're like, yeah, I shouldn't be too worried. Like, you know, he's, he's facing a lesser team. So it should be an easy win. At this point, I don't feel like I can buy a win. Like, it's like everybody is getting hurt or they're just underperforming. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if I end up in the toilet bowl to be completely honest. Yeah. Jamar Chase is now out on your roster. Your team's just been through it there. I mean, I'm glad I made that trade with Jesse for Amari Cooper right now because I think he could save me, but it's like... He could save you from oh from God. having to drive to Moorhead, Minnesota and get a Dairy Queen blizzard. <laughs> from Denver. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's quite the drive. Stafford's <laughs> getting it done for you right now, though. You should be okay. Yeah, That's true. Uh, now, Justin, Justin is going to have to make that trek from, from Denver. He has put himself <laughs> yeah. in that position where his team is that bad. <laughs> it's not good. 
Yeah, mm. Justin and, and Corbin have, have gone full tank, so they should lose to, to Braden and Nick this week, but who knows? Um, <laughs> definitely chaos over there. And no team's that good. I mean, the teams that are that good didn't make the playoffs, like <laughs> like Braden's. Yeah. Oh I still can't believe that happened, but you need the highs with the lows, right? <laughs> oh, man. All right. right. You are. <laughs> right you are. Right but um, no, Garrett, I think you're going to – I mean, you're looking good. I think you got a, a real shot at pulling this one off because even the, the other bracket – look. I mean, it's, it's tough, but, you know – that team's doable. stacked. I mean, I would never bet against any team that has Christian McCaffrey on them in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think oh. t- Taylor is the clear favorite uh, because yeah. of that fact. But and Dr. Piss seems to always keep pulling off wins no matter who he faces. I don't know how he does it. He's got some witchcraft. He's an elite MD. football mind. He truly is. It's it's a gift, really. You know, it's it's not so much <laughs> you know the hours that he's putting in. It's more just he was naturally born to do it. That's so I feel like Dr. Piss is just run, running through the league here this year. I can tell. It's crazy. He called it earlier in this year. I was trying to trade him for Brandon Cooks, and he just was like, no, I'm, sh- I'm running for it this year. And here he is in the semifinals of the Dynasty League, plus has all the picks. Insanity. <laughs> Wild. Um. So, yeah, those are the, the two big leagues. Garrett and I are also facing off in the semifinals of a different Dynasty League together. Ooh. Um, so one of us shall advance, one shall not. Do you have Josh Allen in that league too, Garrett? I do have Josh Allen in that league. No, uh, no, in Ross Geller. Yeah. No, I have. Uh, <laughs> I I have Anthony Richardson and Kirk Cousins for my dynasty okay, team. So I'm pretty excited about it. But they're both on IR, and I've been starting Gardner Minshew lately, and he oh, has no. been money. So, he has been so Minch. good. Yes. Uh, I'm excited to be in the finals in that league. Whose team is uh, the favorite or, you know, whose team's looking better for the semis? Oh, I'm oh definitely play- mine. I'm playing Corbin this week, actually. Oh. Um, so okay, you- so Garrett and I could face off in the championship. We could face off in the championship. I'm going against Jay Warwick, and he's the number one scorer in the league. I'm the number two scorer, and it's by a wide margin. We just dominated <laughs> the league this year. But, uh, so yeah, I guess the... Garrett and, and Zach could both be moving into the championship there and in, in, in some pity league. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's the third most important league. Yeah, I would say so. It's our third highest buy-in. Still important. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then both, uh, both me and my wife are in the semifinals uh, in the most important league, the Digital Football League with our friends and family. Uh, <laughs> we've got Luke Hammer. He's in the the semis as well as Eli Lucan. So we've had all, all these people except for Maya on the pod um, in the past. So fun to mention some names here that are, are looking to win a championship here this year. Best of luck to the contenders. Yeah, I mean, Digital Football League is, is number one, number one <laughs> most important league. Obviously, every year. Um, all right, are you guys ready to move into some headlines here and start uh, looking forward to, uh, what is this, week 16? Yeah, it is. I'm ready. I can't believe okay. it. Okay. Um, well, we had a scoregami last week. The Las Vegas Raiders defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 63-21 to after losing 3-0 to to the Vikings the previous week. Um, 
just an insane year for Scorigamis, I feel like. Insanity. Yeah, you love to see it. I mean, who wouldn't want Scorigamis each week? Exactly. Um, next headline here, uh, 28% of Jalen Hurts' fantasy points of the season have come from the tush push. 28% of all of his it's fantasy crazy. points. crazy. Um, I mean, I'm not on the band side of this, but at the same time, it's just so dominant. Yeah. They, they do it like no other, and there is legitimate talk of this play being banned, in which case Jalen Hurts is not a top five quarterback in in you know fantasy. I think that they're so good at it that they would just be able to sneak just fine, um, but maybe not. I don't know. It's wild. It is wild. Yeah, I think I, I would be nervous if they banned it next year to draft Jalen Hurts at where he is. I think he'd be overdrafted for sure. So that's uh, exactly, that's but a huge buoy of his fantasy value. Definitely something to monitor. Um, next headline here: The Giants are mathematically alive for both the playoffs and the number two overall draft pick <laughs> with three weeks that's to insane. go. Insane, absolutely insane. I mean, There's if they want, if they want to make it to the playoffs back to back years with this shitty ass roster. Man, just devastating for the for, for everybody involved. <laughs> Truly, they they need more help. This team is not good, but somehow they can still make the playoffs. But somehow they can get the thirty first best team in the league and, and end up with the number two pick. The it's Tommy crazy. DeVito story, man. Yeah, Seems what a wild so ride. bad, but just a baller. Um. Yeah. He. Uh, he's. He's doing crazy things. There's other headlines I had about him that I didn't put in, but like he upped his fee for a, a showing at a pizza place. So they canceled it. Cause it went from 10,000 to 20,000 or something. <laughs> Just a wild guy. I love it. Like, um, price of bricks going up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You got to make that money while you can. Um, and then you guys watch that Monday night football game or yeah. Monday night football. I think it was Seahawks versus Eagles. And, Drew Locke gets the big W over uh, Jalen Hurts, and he's looking for Jalen Hurts after the game to handshake him. And uh, he couldn't find Jalen Hurts because he went to the locker room early. And and then Drew Locke says to the camera, I guess he's sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. And his uh, – did you guys see his post game? The, the, you know, his emotional post game. I thought it was awesome. He was oh, just, yeah. like, so appreciative, so pumped that he, you know, got another shot. and. Had a dime of a couple of dimes in that last drive, so that was a that was a good story. Crazy, it was an insane game, and the Eagles had no business losing it. No, yeah. but, but they did. One hundred percent. Um, and then the last headline I've got here: um, NFL teams are. This is from two weeks ago. NFL teams since two thousand and eight are one two hundred fifty five and two when they score three or fewer points. Uh, the Vikings are the first team. In those 260 games, to have ever won a game while only scoring three points. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! I mean, I'm, it's actually kind of sucks because I am rooting for a lose out here the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Why, why go to the playoffs with Nick Mullins or whoever we're starting? It's not happening. So I'm, I'm team lose out, but that is wild that we are the only team to win that game. I'm still holding out for a Nick Foles type, uh, Case Keenum type uh, thing from Nick Mullins here. We'll see. It wasn't. It didn't sound like it was showing up too well last game. 
I, I wasn't uh, able to watch because on the slopes from what you I didn't watch it either. I watched none of the game. First game all year. That's crazy. I missed the first 12 minutes of the game and I didn't do a game time snap until then. And people thought I had died. So <laughs> I saw it come in late. I was like, did I, did I have bad signal up in the mountains? Like what's going on here? Nah, it was, uh, it was definitely yeah, Saturday like a, at noon. It was a difficult time to catch a football game. Yeah. But it was, it was ugly. The Vikings had no business losing that game. And then Nick Mullins has some terrible red zone turnovers and, can't get it done to uh, to win the game in overtime. You know, we lose on two tush pushes that we failed on. And it was, we lose it in overtime, awful loss. But yeah, you got a tank for the draft pick at this point. We're just not good enough all around. We don't have a quarterback. For sure. They're not going to, but I agree. Um, any Anything else that you guys wanted to, to recap here from the last couple weeks? I don't think so. Not a lot. Yeah, I think that right. covers it. Well, um, we we might you know think of some some big name injuries that uh, you know you got to watch out for here in the upcoming week. But you know, Keenan Allen was ruled out early this week, um, so that one sucks for a lot of people that had Keenan Allen this year. But otherwise, you know, Alexander Madison still likely out. Ty Chandler going to get the start at the Vikes this week against Detroit. Um, but it's still it's. It's crazy with all the quarterback injuries, all these nasty names that are out there that people like have to start to to win championships. For sure. I mean, I'm facing it. My my wide receiver depth has been pretty bad, so I'm like, you know, trying to decide between Odell Beckham and Curtis Samuel and all that stuff. So it's been it's been interesting for sure. I did hear Tyreek you know. has been practicing. I think so. At least yep. he should be playing potentially. Yeah, that would be a big one to have back because Tyreek missed last week and cost a lot of people their quarterfinal matchups. It's um, so that's just a little bit of a recap going into the week. But um, here's where we would get into you know our normal segments, our budding stars, our who's higher trades, you know, our want to talk trash. But we don't we don't really have any anything of the sorts here this week. Um, you know, it's, it's too late to make a budding star claim for. For one more week to go and um you know we don't have each other in matchups that we really want to talk trash on we've kind of rehashed that here the last couple weeks we'll see if we can get a guest on next week for the championship fingers crossed but uh i don't know do you guys want to talk about the vikings um you want to talk about any of the upcoming matchups this week yeah well i think that that 49ers Ravens game on Christmas night is going to be a crazy game that decides so many championships and stuff. So I'm just, but I'm just excited to see that game for the pure football. I think that's going to be a great game. It's going to be a true test for both teams. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're the two number one seeds, aren't they? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I honestly, it might be crazy to say, I think the 49ers are just going to dominate this game. I, they're just, they're just better than everybody else. They're machine. And when you're playing at home, uh, now the Ravens at home, I, I would not say the same thing. The Ravens play unbelievable at home. For but sure. I think, I think yeah, in San Francisco, I can see the 49ers just blow, not blowing them out, but this could be like 31, 38, or like to 20. You get a 11 to 18 point win. For sure. Yeah. I agree. But, 
there there are a lot of you know fantasy relevant guys that if the Niners don't score thirty plus, that's you like there's going to be one or two guys on the Niners offense that are going to stink it up. Like they yeah. have to go big every week. They have in to. order for all fantasy players to pay off. Exactly. And then you just get McCaffrey, man. I mean, he's just absolutely unstoppable. Like that that's where you, Zach, not making the playoffs hurt so much because like you knew that if your team has Christian McCaffrey, you're the favorite in every matchup. Yeah, every matchup. Like there, there isn't a single week that you aren't favorited when you have Christian McCaffrey. It's just the ultimate game changer. Yeah, he's got over eighteen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns with three games to go this year. Like just an insane he scored 97 more points than the RB2 Raheem that's, Mostert this year. That's insane. I think it's also might, insane that Raheem Mostert's RB2, but I, think I mean. He might, might even be ahead of uh, the quarterbacks, too. I think he might literally be the number one scorer. Um, I was looking at on Sleeper at all the, the rankings, and I thought I saw that he was the highest scorer, but that could have been in the middle of some matchups where – he changed, but he's up there. He's definitely up there, the top scorer in all of fantasy. Yeah, he scored one more point than Josh Allen this year. He's Holy the top dog. Shit. That is insane. The the value of him at 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 Zach at number two. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I mean that's a. Uh, he's going number one next year. Yeah, of course. Well, that's why I wanted him on my squad this year. Just <laughs> we, we couldn't make it. The next. The next quarterbacks go Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy QB four, Dak Prescott QB three. Crazy. Those are those are big jumps for both those guys. Yeah. Man, I can't believe this year is over already. They're damn near. I mean, we're at we're championship season. Yeah, there's two weeks two weeks left to to rack up the stats and, and lock in the trophies. Yeah, I got some. Do you have the uh, tight end scoring? Because that's really interesting this year. Um, yeah. So top dog Sam Laporta. Number Crazy. two, TJ Hawkinson. Number three, Travis Kelsey. They're all in the 160s. And then you got George Kittle in the 150s and Evan Ingram and David Njoku in the 130s. I mean, even that's not that far behind. 30 points separating those guys. I mean, it's no. two points a week, but it's really not that much. No, there's only four guys averaging over 10 a game in, in half-point PPR. So I think an interesting thing to bring up since we're just kind of spitballing right now is how is the tight end landscape going to be next year? Cause you know, we've always had the, basically the, the Kelsey Andrews, you know, maybe around later and everybody else basically, but it seems like there's all this really good talent kind of popping off here in the later part of the year. We could see a totally different draft strategy next year where it makes sense to almost wait on tight end, you know, in best case scenario. But yeah, I, think I mean, if, if 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 you're sitting there thinking there's eight tight ends that are you're comfortable with, then just yeah, sit and wait and grab the eighth. But like, it still it still benefits you to have that Laporta, that Hawkinson, that that Kelsey, just to like feel that security. But yeah, he's not a first round pick next year. None none of them are. Yeah. yeah what do you think? No, so I'm normally a big proponent of thinking in a 10 team league sense where the single positions like tight end and quarterback are worth more because there's less teams in the league. So if you get the number one or number two guy, um, you know, you're separating yourself in a league where you should have higher scoring across the board. Like you're going to have higher wide receiver running back and flex scoring. So if you can solidify the one position to have an advantage over there, you know, you'll always be able to find a flex player that you could 
start midseason. You know, your Kyron Williams, sure. your whoever. Like every league, you're going to have multiple chances to pick up a guy you can start every week. Jaden Reed, right. for example. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I was always a proponent. Draft a tight end or a quarterback super early if you can. Um, I don't think that's the case next year. I think that there's there's not a difference maker in points. You know, Sam Laporta isn't that much better than Evan Ingram, who isn't that much better than Jake Ferguson. Like, I I just I don't see me drafting a tight end early next year with with how this season has gone. It just kind of shows you that anybody could step up and do it because there is no longer a Kelsey that's going to absolutely blow everybody else out of the water. Now, like I, I, I think it probably still goes Kelsey, Andrews, Laporta, in that order next season when we get there because like it's still Travis Kelsey, he's still got Patty, it's still Andrews, he's still got Lamar. I mean, like those got to be the top two favorite when you're just like looking at it. Um, from what are the odds of them being the best tight end next season? But yeah, I mean Laporta's right there, but I think they're all probably late second, early third round picks, something like that. Yeah, not for me. Not even that high. Yeah, it's probably late third, early fourth. And then don't forget about Trey McBride. The guy has been coming out. Yeah, Trey McBride's been unbelievable. So it's going to be really interesting to see. I'm I'm excited to see how the board lands next year, or how people are kind of valuing it, because I think it's going to be a complete shift, or or not. It could be the same. We can exploit it too. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, totally agree. Um. I was uh, it was a, a a fun deep dive into kind of our end of the year thoughts on that on that <laughs> position group. Week <laughs> <laughs> sixteen, baby. <laughs> yep. Oh, I mean, um, how, do we, how do we talk about when I'm starting Taysom Hill every week and that's just falling off a cliff? The Saints <laughs> just can't run the balls like at all. <laughs> they're yep. they're the worst. Taysom Hill was so good for like two to four weeks, and now nothing. He's not rosterable. <laughs> <laughs> You want him in Dynasty, Garrett? No, nobody wants him anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's a young buck at like 33. What are you talking about? Yeah. So got that athleticism. He was like a 28-year-old rookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, anything else you guys want to recap here? You know, that was a fun insight. We definitely got to get it back into our, uh, talk about our betting and where kind of we're sitting on the season, but we can wait for, uh, after championship week to do that as like a, as a close up to the season, I suppose. Yeah, I think so. Um, Matt was reaching out to me about the, his underdog best ball stuff that, that happened this year. And he is in the championship or semifinals in six out of his 14 teams that made it through round or like to the playoffs. Yeah. So he, he's going to be making some good money in his best ball <laughs> leagues. Whereas me, no, not making good money this year, boys. I'm going to get up almost close to my money back, which is all I can ask for. I just get to play for almost free yeah. next year. Exactly. There you go. I'm looking at make, my first year recouping a third right now. So I'm hoping that I have a nice final push here. So we'll see. But it was all kind of the free underdog money. So I feel a little better mm-hmm. than I knew. Yeah, I don't know if I got my – I got to do a little deep dive here in the offseason, boys, figure out my best ball strategy a little better. It's it's a, it's a different game, yeah. but it's fun. For sure. The, the people that are really good at it are a different breed. They're like – they're the the analysts that, you know, 
are trading stocks every day and they're they're diving deep into every strategy there is it's it's crazy for sure yeah that's why i didn't go in the big tournaments i was like i don't think i got a shot at all I'm yeah you you, you, you definitely win bit. you definitely win your money in the little ones yeah <laughs> for sure um all right well we can we can definitely bounce around here but uh i figure why why not make our our stone cold picks of the week um get that locked and loaded I think we've only got two more weeks to go and um you know we've been around 500 on a lot of these this year but you know it'd be nice to to go out with a win-win so um garrett tell me who is your start this week yeah i'm gonna go with Brees hall i mean just what an up and down season from this guy but that's just the jets offense in general like it's not his fault this dude is an absolute beast Gets Washington this week, who's just terrible against the run, terrible on defense just in general. And I mean, I think this is if if there's ever a game that the Jets are scoring points, it's it's this one. And when the Jets score points, it's probably with Brees Hall. All right, um, Braden, who's your start this week? Got to go Isaiah Pacheco against Las Vegas at home, um, especially with the news that Jerick McKinnon's uh, questionable. Um, I think he's still a great start regardless, but whenever McKinnon's been out, he gets, seems like he gets all the passing work too. Um, I do think Las Vegas has been a little bit tougher of a running back matchup than people have thought overall, but yeah, I think Isaiah Pacheco's going to crush. He's been the engine of the offense for Kansas city when he's been out there. So um, I think it'll be a great week for Pacheco, which sucks for me in this uh, matchup against Tom. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's still an if, if he's going to be fully healthy or not, but if he does get the full snap, snap share, I do like that pick this week. Um, my guy T Higgins at Pittsburgh, ranked wide receiver 17. Um, <clears throat> we saw him torch the Vikings with Jamar chase out last week, you know, just throw him a jump ball. He's going to come down with it. If he gets eight targets or more next week, he's, he's going to get five or six big catches. Um, so Pittsburgh secondary, very suspect. T. Higgins going to be the start this week. Um, Garrett, who's your sit? Going with Devontae Adams. It pains me to say it because Devontae Adams is just the supreme talent still. But Aiden O'Connell ain't it. No, I, That 70-point game, 63-point game against the Chargers or whoever it was is fooling nobody. Um, when you're going against a Kansas City defense in KC, that's going to be a hostile environment. I I do not see the Raiders playing well in this game offensively. Potentially rainy and windy in the in KC for that game as well. Um, Braden, who's your sit this week? I'm going Jalen Water Waddle versus Dallas. Um, you know he could def- He's one of those guys that can burn you on one play, but. Um, you've just seen whenever Tyreek is playing and I believe he's going to play, he is the focal point of the offense. And then I also think just with how bad Dallas has been recently against the run with their nose tackle out, um, they're just, you know, the focal point is going to be Tyreek in the running game. I just think that Waddle is going to be the odd man out here unless he gets, you know, some kind of big play. Yeah. He's been a real disappointment whenever Tyreek Hill has been out there this year, which is almost every week. Um, my guy, my sit this week, Joe Mixon at Pittsburgh. Um, so flip the coin on the, the matchup I was talking about last time. But uh, Pittsburgh, they're more suspect to the, the pass than they are the run. Joe Mixon has 
been faking it till he makes it. He's getting touchdowns every single week, and if he doesn't, it's going to be a bad week. I finally bet against his luck here this week, and so I think I think Mixon's going to be my sit. Um, Garrett, hit us with your sleeper this week. I'm going with Deontay Johnson. He was a hot topic of the pod last week, outperformed Mike Evans in the first week. Mike Evans did save his day with a touchdown, always does. Um, but yeah, Deontay Johnson, he, he's the number one of that offense. He's who they're looking at. Uh, Cincinnati can be passed on. Uh, and if it's, if it's Trubisky again, too, I, I feel even almost not better, but I mean, I, I still feel good. So, um, Deontay solid play this week. Yeah. You love him. Garrett favorite player ever. Um, Brayden, who's your sleeper this week? Going with Devin Singletary versus Cleveland. I know it's a very tough matchup for running backs. And also, you know, there's always that little looming risk of Damian Pierce because Houston's been a little wishy-washy with the running back shares. But um, I think they've shown that they want to give him the volume. And just as a pure volume play, he's going to have a great week regardless. I'm betting on the volume. I'm saying Devin Singletary versus Cleveland. I love it. My sleeper this week, old reliable Chris Godwin. Um <laughs> At home versus Jacksonville, ranked wide receiver 26. He had a monster week last week. Finally getting the targets, finally getting the yards. Jacksonville's got a very suspect secondary. Um, so he's a smash play for a sleeper this week. And then our last one, our random pick of the week, um, which top 12 wide receiver or running back finishes with the worst score this week? Garrett? Tony Pollard. Britton? Debo Samuel. And I've got Jonathan Taylor. Um, all expecting, you know, an under five point week from from these guys, uh, which it's gonna be tough. <laughs> it's a bold take. Um, all right. Uh, do you guys want to get right into our dank flux plays then? Yeah, because we got to hurry up so we can get these uh, these snacks tonight. Yeah, and then we can keep talking if we want because these are gonna be okay. fire. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, yeah, we got our dank flux plays, rapid fire pickums. Uh, you guys ready to roll through these five matchups? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. First one, we got Packers at Panthers. Jaden Reed or Chuba Hubbard? Jaden Reed. So I think he has been practicing. Is he for sure in? I'm not sure, Braden. All right. Let's let's do a backup let's just in check. case. But I'll say I'm going to say Jaden Reed if he's in for sure. Uh, I will go Chuba Hubbard. Um, just a quick update. He has not practiced <laughs> in the last year. Uh, do the Commanders Jets. I like that one. Okay. Commanders Jets. We've got Terry McLaurin or Garrett Wilson. <laughs> I'm going Garrett Wilson. Okay. Written? <laughs> I think with Trevor Semyon starting, I have to go Terry McLaurin. <laughs> what? I'll go Garrett Wilson. It's insanity. Uh, next matchup, Lions at Vikings. David Montgomery or Ty Chandler? I'm going Ty Chandler. Give me Ty Chandler. I'll go with my guy, David Montgomery. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> we're not coming back. Um, we've, got, we've got Jags at Bucks. Calvin Ridley or Chris Godwin? Yuck. Uh, Calvin Ridley. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley as well. Got oh, wait. Sorry, sorry. Smart. Wait. I think Trevor Lawrence is out. I'm going to go Chris Godwin. I'm gonna you definitely. You can't be go. doing this to us on Championship Week, Braden. Nobody knows who's in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying attention just, anymore. 
Garrett and I are just checked out. We have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's it's become completely unhinged. I love it. So, Braden, you picked Chris Godwin. Yep. Got to go against my start here and go with Calvin Ridley. Enjoy uh, CJ Beathard. Next matchup, we got Raiders at Chiefs, Devontae Adams or Rashi Rice. Got to go Rashi. Uh. This is this one sucks. Um, I'll go Rashi for the safe volume. I'm going Devontae Adams for the safe volume. <laughs> um, and then Giants at Eagles, Saquon Barkley or DeAndre Swift? These two are both gross and terrible starts at this point, but I'm going with Saquon. Yeah, give me Saquon. I'll uh, I'll pick DeAndre Swift. He's got a great great matchup there. Much easier matchup than Saquon's got. Sounds like you're convincing yourself as you're picking. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'll go with DeAndre Swift. That sounds definitely great. Not, definitely not. <laughs> All right, um, let's get into the munchies here. Garrett's excited. We've got the Trader Joe's uh, Tangy Turtles Tart and Sweet Gummy Candy. These are gonna be some good gummy worm mask candy here. All right, I don't think it needs any other introduction. Let's get after it. Wow, those take a while to chew. <laughs> For sure. They're good, though. They're good. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. All right. Um, I'll go first. I think that they're good. I was expecting elite, and I think that they were just too chewy <laughs> to really <laughs> make me put them in that elite tier. Yeah. It, was, it was a workout for my mouth. Um, but they are quite tasty, you know. If, these are in a bowl at a party. I'm going to have a couple, but eating an entire bag is going to be a workout. <laughs> That's fair. That's uh, fair. Tr- Trader Joe's has brought it in the past with their gummies. Um, I don't necessarily think they're new, but they're new to me. Um, so I was, I had high hopes. They did not deliver for the same reason Zach said. They're just too chewy. They're they're big pieces too. So you're like you're not. It's not a bite sized thing. You take you're taking a bite out of it. it. Takes a long time to chew. It's not like a uh, a flavor explosion either. I feel like you get a lot of like the neutral gummy, and then you get a little bit of like the uh, of the berry or whatever comes in it. It's, it's uh, leaves leaves you wanting more. For All sure. right, Brandon. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. You know, when I see tart and sweet, I'm expecting a little more tart, I think is what it was. I got it. I got the sweet, but I never got that. You know, if you're if you're touting your tart, you better be bringing the tart, you know. So I was expecting a little bit of tart. Um, I got a very minimal amount, but it was mostly sweet. I would call them sweet gummies. They're they're tasty, but they weren't yeah, they didn't stand out to me. I didn't think that they were a flavor explosion either. And I, we we love a good flavor blasted flavor explosion on this pod. I'll tell you that much. And I wouldn't even yeah, say we, these are better with top potato either. So unfortunately, <laughs> honestly, that's a great take, Brandon. I I would agree. I don't think these would be better with the top potato. <laughs> Garrett, how, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well said. I I guess. I mean, I, I'm curious. I'm curious to try it now. <laughs> Yeah. It might actually be better with top potato. Like if, you, if, if you really think about it, it might actually be better. But 
that, that that's a disservice to all candies out there if you would be improved with top the tater uh do you guys want to give this a score out of 10 let's do it garrett sure. you ready yeah um I'll go like a five four. <laughs> I, I think I think it's okay. I think it's good. It's not great. I'm yeah. never going to buy them again, uh, especially no, when Trader Joe's has a a better, better gummy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay, Brandon. Yeah, I'm with you, man. It's just like it feels like I got some generic candy, like you know, I got like. Uh, I forgot the name of them, but yeah, the, the, whatever generic brand from Walmart of some kind of candy, and uh, yeah, I'd probably give it like five seven, maybe seven. All right, I'll give it my height a six two. You know, it's 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 better than a five. You know, it's it's on the good side, but it leaves so much to be desired that uh, can't can't really recommend it when when we know there's better options out there. For sure. I'd much rather have my sugar in sour strips. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> this guy gets it. Sour strip form. <laughs> Please. It's the right. only way to consume sugar. <laughs> 100%. We've, we've had that high and we've been searching for it ever since. And I don't, We'll see if we ever find it again. I'm really not even excited to talk Vikings here if we're trying to, you know, get any extra football talk in. You know, tough loss at the Bengals there makes it re- it reopens your eyes that hey, we're not a contender. Let's let's get a good draft pick. This season the season's over pretty much. <laughs> tank. I mean, it's not even tanking at this point. Like it's you're not going any that much lower, but like you can go higher and I don't want to go higher. Like I don't want to be a. I mean, I, I want to be a low draft pick or near the top ten, if fifteen at the worst, maybe. I mean, I don't want to be eighteen. I don't want to be twenty-two. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I feel that. I I don't feel great about our odds, especially when you got the Forty ers to contend with. I mean, we faced them in the playoffs before with Kirk Cousins, and granted, different team now compared to what a, what it is now, or different team then than it is now, but. Um, yeah, it's hard to feel great about your hopes. I mean, we all know how the Wolves work. They are going to contend whenever they can, and we know that they're riding Nick Mullins for a reason. I, How do you guys feel if we come in tomorrow, you know, this weekend and we beat Detroit? I don't feel – I'm going to be so excited as a fan, and I'm going to be so mad that, that we're not tanking because <laughs> it doesn't matter if we win. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It's like it's it might be fun while I'm watching it because I like I'd rather watch the Vikings and see them win than lose. But like at the end of the day, it it us us going and having a road playoff game with Nick Mullins is not going to end well. It's <laughs> like, not going to bring me joy. It's and yeah, I mean I'm gonna suffer so much more there just having any kind of hope ever. We might as well take the higher pick. It's it's the right thing to do. For sure. I feel it. I, I do hold – you guys already heard me. I hold on to that hope of a Nick Mullins heater because I do think, you know, the guy's a little rusty. But then you saw Drew Locke come in, you know, and do some things and stuff. And he's like – he's had a couple chances here. He should be showing more. But um, I do – you know, he, he's done some things in San Francisco in the past where I think he could go on a heater. Like he has that ability to be like a Nick Foles to me or, or someone of that ilk that, you know, could just go on a heater, isn't anything special. But – um, I'm holding on to the hope for that because I just know we're not going to be tanking either way. 
So might as well just hope that we do some magic. <laughs> That's I mean, if we had at. a revival of Big Dick Nick of our own, I mean, I I I don't think anybody would ever be happier. But yeah. I just I I just think the chances of that are so low. <laughs> I I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure Braden writes fan fiction about Nick Mullins because <laughs> no one likes him more than Braden. This man is not the truth. He makes bad throws. He's a st- not mobile enough like sure. he's playing at the best he's ever played right now and he's like throwing interceptions while falling down backwards to alignment one foot in front of him and and why is jared hall not starting it's just ridiculous it's bad management of a team you want to either see what you have in jaron hall or draft a first round quarterback next year and just jaron hall's a waste but no matter what like we have to improve at quarterback long term and i don't know it's it's tough to watch right now I agree. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You gotta love that face, that Nick Mullins face. No, I'm honestly for me, it's just been historically. I used to, you know, I'd have 49ers players, and he'd come in and he could deliver the ball to the right guys, George Kittle, all those guys, just as well as anybody else. He was good for fantasy. Now we're seeing real life football here. I don't know if he can fully pull it off, but let's see if we can catch lightning in a bottle. <laughs> hey, I love the optimism. I'm always an optimist. Um, you know. If- I want Braden to be right more than anything. So if you need me to, to join the positive vibes train, I'm willing to do that, Braden. Let's go. The Nick Mullins train. Let's go. <laughs> Mullins 2023, 2024, baby. <laughs> no, not 2024. That's my president. <laughs> oh, man. I'm about to throw down some money on him. Yeah, that's Please don't. <laughs> money well spent. A great yeah. investment. If, it, if it's like five picks rest of season, <laughs> I'll put money on that. <laughs> we should do a Nick Mullins prop bet on the last pot. Of, or like uh, no, we're, we're doing it right now, Braden. Rest of season. Rest of season. Long-term bet. Does he have more touchdowns or interceptions? Yes. My, my, my <laughs> prediction is he has more interceptions than touchdowns. For the Vikings rest of season. All right, Zach. Okay. I want to hear Braden's. I'm going to say more touchdowns because I got to root for my boy. Um, I'm going to say equal amount. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably the most accurate. <laughs> All right. That's it. We're done. You guys, I, had, I had one bold prediction earlier this year, though, that I do want to throw out there. I yeah. was confident enough to say Brock Purdy's going to throw more touchdowns than Joe Burrow on September 14th. And yeah, Joe Burrow's been out, but Brock Purdy <laughs> has been unbelievable. He has. He's the money. 100%. It's crazy. The Is guy... he leading the league in pass touchdowns? Probably. Uh, he's leading I, do have, I have the stats up here. Yeah, he's number one. He's got 29. Dak Prescott is number two with 28. Surprising. Wow. And he's he's the favorite for MVP right now, right? Yeah, I mean, probably it, it, it probably should be McCaffrey. I mean, he, yeah. he's just the ultimate game changer, but yeah. Crazy, man. It is crazy. Um, no, I love the shout-out. He was my, my preseason sleeper quarterback. You know, we're all fans of Purdy in the, the 49ers offense. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's just been insane lately. He's been my, my most recommended quarterback to my office worker all year. <laughs> Gotta 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 share your fantasy football insight with with guys around the office when you can. Oh, for sure. And it's just crazy. To, like think about the preseason. We we're all as don't Trey Lance is going to start Brock Purdy, and then here we are. You know, it's just crazy how quickly things change. 
It's crazy, man. Um, well, I think uh, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here, boys. We got you know some semifinals matchups, some finals matchups coming up here. Um, you know, we'll see if we can get a guest on next week. And uh, until then, best of luck and uh, later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes.